Hello, and welcome to the Folklore Forum, your place to explore the world of folk and fairy tales. My name is Natalie Gutormson, and in addition to being your host, I'm also a mother, music junkie, folklore enthusiast, and a writer. In this episode, I have a treat for you listeners. I'm turning my latest short story, In the Company of Elves, into an audiobook, and over the next three episodes, I'll be sharing one chapter of the recording with you at a time. Now, if you're ready to enjoy this first chapter, then come on in. The forum is now open. In the Company of Elves by Natalie Gutormson. Chapter 1 Rescued by Elves. The first time Agner saved my life. I was clinging to consciousness on a blood-soaked battlefield. A pale face appeared between flashes of total darkness. His milky skin was a sharp contrast against the smoke-gray sky and the red glow from the surrounding fires. His sharp cheekbones were smeared with blood and ash, though his light brown eyes had a playful look even then. After days of battle, I'd collapsed from a hard blow to my head that knocked my helmet off. My fall must have convinced my opponent I was dead, for I would learn that I had no serious wounds. As I lay there, struggling to hold on to reality, I heard a voice. Can you hear me, big guy? I tried to focus on the face above me, willing the rest of my senses to operate. The only sound I heard was a muffled, crackling noise, like the roar of a large furnace. The question repeated, though his lips did not move. Only elves, or Alva, as my kind called them, had the power to speak with their minds. I opened my mouth to speak, but my lips and tongue were so dry, no sound escaped. I tried to respond with my thoughts instead. Friend or foe, I thought. He grinned. It doesn't matter. I'm saving your ass. Then he disappeared. I groaned inwardly. I could not bear the thought of surviving the latest battle, only to be captured by my enemy. If the elves were winning, they'd most likely put me to hard labor or lock me away to rot once they knew I was Vanner. With all my effort, I managed to roll over and push myself to my knees. My head spun and my stomach lurched, but nothing came up. I couldn't remember the last time I ate. There was no chance I could outrun an elf, and I had no idea how many more were nearby. Drink. Agner was back, standing in front of me now. Another arm waved a flask in front of my face. I looked towards the hand that offered it to me. It belonged to another Alva, a female with tanned skin and golden hair braided into two thick rows down her armor. Her eyes were the brightest blue I'd ever seen. It's water, she snapped. I accepted the flask shakily and brought it to my lips. The water was warm, but I was desperate. 
I finished the contents, allowing the last splash to sit on my tongue and moisten my lips before handing it back to her. Now stand, we need to move, the blonde Alvar commanded. Her voice carried an urgent authority that I respected by instinct, as if she were my commander. I got to my feet, ignoring the ringing in my ears that came with the motion. I must have swayed because Agner was beside me again, his hand on my arm to steady me. Easy does it, big guy. We need to run now, unless we want to be roasted alive. I saw, for the first time, the wall of flames closing in around us. Why were they risking their lives to save me? Follow Loiga. Agner pushed me in the direction of the blonde Alvar. I ran as fast as I could, trying to keep up with her, but she was quick on her feet. She found a path through the smoke that avoided the flames and brought us to the edge of the burning field. We climbed up a grassy hill to catch our breath and take in the carnage below. Loiga drew another flask out of the bag she had strapped across her body. She took a swig and offered it to me again. More water? I asked, finally finding my voice. She shook her head. Something stronger. I gratefully took a sip. The liquid sent a warmth through my body that reached my toes and fingertips. I even felt a bit stronger. Returning the flask to her, I sank to the ground and watched the flames consume the land we had just run from. Loiga offered the flask to Agner, but he shook his head in refusal. We should keep moving. Loiga nodded. They were about to descend the backside of the hill, but I refused to follow without more information. Stop, I said, rising to my feet with my newfound strength. Who are you? Where are we going? I'm Agner. That's Loiga, Agner said pointing to himself, then to the blonde Alvar. As for where we are going, all you need to know is that it's somewhere safe. From the battlefield behind me, it was obvious that the elves had won, and that the side I had been fighting for, the Vanner and the Iser, had lost. The Elver had started the war with their rebellion, and while I was not passionate about their cause, I was half-heartedly rooting for them. I was never a big supporter of Iser rule, but that wouldn't matter, for I was now in the company of elves. To them, my very existence was a threat. Agner gave me a look of pity. It was clear to me that he was reading my thoughts. You've got a lot of unlearning to do, my big friend, but I promise I won't tell them who you are if you don't want me to. Loiga shot a sharp look to Agner. Who is he? Agner ignored her and held my gaze. I heard his voice in my mind once more. Ulver, son of Skadi. I choked as I heard his words. Skadi was my mother's name, which meant he knew exactly who I was. And yet he'd still rescued me when he could have finished me off or left me to burn for being the enemy. We're not barbarians, Agner said with a grin. If you want to go unnoticed, 
I suggest leaving your armor here and giving your weapons to me. I'll make sure you get them back, I swear it. We'll tell everyone we found you injured on the road. Another casualty of the rebellion. You'll be welcomed with open arms, and who knows, you may actually like our company better. I could see no better choice, so I accepted his offer. The rest of my battalion had been destroyed. For all I knew, I was the only survivor. And that might just make you legendary. Agner grinned again as his voice entered my mind. Let's go, Loiga said impatiently. I did as I was advised and removed my armor. Then I handed my sword to Agner. I doubted he could carry it, as the top of his head did not quite reach my shoulder. But he swung it over his back and easily tightened the strap. Follow Loiga. I'll guard the rear, Agner instructed. Guard from what? I asked. You're in our lands now. You never know what you might encounter in these woods. Thank you so much for listening to Chapter 1, Part 1 of In the Company of Elves. I hope you're enjoying the tale so far. This story was written, read, edited, and produced by me, Natalie Gatormson. Part 2, Chapter 2 will be out next episode, but if you can't wait to find out what happens next, you can download and read the full story for free by going to www.folkloreforum.org. Until next time, I'm Natalie Gatormson, and this has been the Folklore Forum. Start your weekend off with a little bit of whimsy and inspiration by signing up for my Saturday stories, and you'll receive unique insights into folklore and history, exclusive access to free book giveaways from both up-and-coming indie authors and best-selling authors, notifications of new episodes of the Folklore Forum podcast, first access to new worksheets, blog posts, and folklore resources, and exclusive first access to short stories written by me, Natalie Gatormson. Sign up for Saturday Stories by visiting www.folkloreforum.org forward slash Saturdays.